Hello to everyone tuning into the Highly Optimized Podcast today. My name is Ryan Sprague, and throughout this podcast, I will be showcasing individuals who are living a life beat to their own drum, sharing their stories, and revealing their valuable information for each one of you listeners on how you can effectively take life into your own control, what steps to take to create your own path, and how to maximize your results in manifesting your dreams in this reality. Swinging his way onto the show to join us today is a man who is is a very close brother of mine. He is a physical health coach where he teaches countless individuals how to become more in touch and mindful with their movement practice, is a golf coach where he guides golfers in how to improve their game safely and effectively, and is the co-founder of Ice and Iron, a monthly men's meetup located in Boston, Massachusetts, designed to give men an outlet to feel seen, heard, and supported. Please help me in giving a very warm welcome to my man, Jordan Chartier. What's up, brother? Wow. (laughs) Wow. It's an honor to be here, bro. Yeah, bro. Dude, you know, it's so awesome, man. And, you know, this has been a long time coming. And goddamn, am I excited for the opportunity to not only chat with you, but also to do it in 4D. Why don't we start by you telling the listeners who you are, what you do, and how you got led to the seat you're sitting in right now, my man? Well, first off, thank you. Thank you for having me here. Mm, Of course, brother. (laughs) We first spoke about me coming to join you here about a year ago. Mm. Before, I think it was like, you you might have done one or two. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. What am I, I going to talk about? You yeah. Know? But, uh, to be here, to have the opportunity to yeah, tell people what's on my mind, my mm-hmm. story, it's, it's really nice to get that chance. So thank yeah, you for man. that. Of course. You know, what led me to be on the path I'm on is like most people, you know, you think of the wounded healer, mm-hmm. like Rumi said. The wound is the light where I'm butchering Rumi's quote. No, I, I think you're actually onto it perfectly. That the wound is where the light can come through. Like the the crack is where the light can come through. You know, actually, I didn't know that was Rumi, and I've been like uh, piecing that quote together in my head, and I'm like, damn it, I knew it was someone's quote already. So I guess I can't take credit for that one. You know, <laughs> no way, no way. <laughs> well, the sh- the long and the short of it is, grew up in Brockton. Had a great upbringing, but like all people that grew up to be an adult, you know, (laughs) as a child, we experience a bit of trauma. Mm -hmm. The trauma ultimately, I feel, is what we can use as fuel. And I always had this analogy when I would be working at a job maybe I didn't love, Mm -hmm. that you you have to shovel shit Mm -hmm. as you build a beautiful garden. Mm -hmm. Pardon my French, but like Paul would say, turning shit into flowers. Yep. I kind of put my own spin on it, but yeah, it's the same premise that how are we going to use that as fuel, you know, and and package it up to provide service and be of service to the world. Mm-hmm. So really, I'm all about helping people help themselves mm. become more grounded and yeah, find out how to manage yourself mm-hmm. through basic self-maintenance, self-care, which ultimately comes down to what I feel and what I've experienced comes down to loving yourself mm. and, and knowing that you are worth it to care for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of a lot of the times we're told that, yeah, you, you got to be taking care of other people and doing for others. And it, it's great to give. Mm-hmm. You know, love is a boomerang. What you put out will come back. Mm-hmm. But we cannot pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most, uh, <laughs> I mean, profound things is like even on an airplane, they say, put your oxygen mask on before the kid, right? Mm -hmm. 
And if all we do is run around and trying to help other people, you're going to get burnt out, Mm -hmm. you know? So if you don't learn to say no and set boundaries, then your body will actually say no for you. (laughs) Yeah. And that could manifest in any type of disease, you know, from a headache to God knows what else, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you know what's so cool about you mentioning that is, of course, like what the world is going through right now, right, is a collective like, hey, we need to pay more attention to what's going on in Mm -hmm. our, you know, inner inner selves, right? And, you know, it's funny that what I noticed with that whole saying of like, you know, pump blood at the heart first, as I say it, or like put your mask on before you help others, right, is that most especially in western cultures Mm. we understand that logically rationally like we get it yeah makes sense right Mm -hmm. but it's the difference between understanding something logically and feeling it right because when you actually have an experience when you're able to feel what it feels like to pump blood to your heart first to take care of yourself then you realize that actually our number one duty in life is to do that is to worship ourselves because really in my mind or in my experience The best teachers I have ever learned from have been people that have no problem being selflessly selfish, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, for those listening, like what that basically means is exactly what Jordan and I are talking about, right? Which is like, yes, I will help others, but not at the expense of myself, right? Like I will take those that time in the morning, those hours, those minutes, however long we have to make sure that I am able to come at life. 110% me, right? Mm -hmm. And so I say that all the time, like I have no problem like spending three or four hours on myself in the morning. And that's simply because I know that I'm going to be able to each person I talk with, especially as a coach, right? Like our duty is to is to guide the people we're working with, right? And the more that we are able to lock in who we are and discover who we are, the better we are able to do our work. So it's our duty, right? Like my duty every day is to myself first. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I know it can sound selfish, but it's actually the most selfless thing you can do. Right. And so I love that you brought that up, man. It's really yeah, cool. It, it's really a good way to kind of wrap that up. It, it's sacred yeah. to care for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what I see it is really self-care Yeah, is health care. Yeah. Right? Like do the basic stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, like practice gratitude. Mm-hmm. Drink the best quality water you can get. Mm-hmm. Get good rest. Mm-hmm. Breathe deeply. Mm-hmm. Like breathing makes space in your mind and your body. Mm. How many people are sitting down, maybe as they're listening to us now, like a cashew? Yep. Like they're sitting down like a cashew. <laughs> I love that analogy, bro. It's not gonna it's not gonna you know, it's not gonna be aligned with opening up. Yeah. And it's quite literally closing you off to being yeah, receptive to the possibilities that are endless mm-hmm. and limitless that surround us. Yeah. We we do live in a world of abundance. We just have to be open to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I love what you said there because, like, posture is a huge part of it, right? And, like, I remember when I went through, like, my – and, again, I was, you know, I was physically fit. I was working out, you know, which you talk about working out versus working in. I was completely like expending energy with not many practices to cultivate the same energy back. And um, it's funny how like learning about low and slow breathing, right? Like what that actually does is like 
it really allows you to drop into your heart space, right? And your heart space is so much more powerful of a force than your brain, right? Like so many people right now, especially once again in Western culture, Mm. are using their brain as the driver's seat and everything else. I mean, even if they recognize anything else exists, they're using it as the passenger at best, if not a backseat driver, right? Mm -hmm. And so I know in my own development, my own journey, allowing myself to really like find out who I am and find out what I truly am, Mm -hmm. which is pure, infinite source energy and love. Mm -hmm. Dude, there has been no bigger and more powerful um, realization that I've had in my entire life. And that all started with just breathing lower and slower. And it sounds so simple. And it is, right? That does not mean it's easy, right? Mm -hmm. And I know we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Simple ain't easy, right? right? It could be, but it usually isn't. Because the analogy I use is that imagine that our three bodies, our mind, our body, and our spirit are each going to the gym, right? Mm -hmm. With most people, I know for myself, I'll speak from my own personal experience, My mind was hitting the bench press from the time I was 10 years old, right? And the body and the spirit, they were kind of just like hanging out on the side like, I don't know what I want to do yet. You know, I'm just hanging out. Meanwhile, the mind is just boom, boom, getting gigantic pecs, you know, and just bodybuilding itself into oblivion Mm. and just pushing the, the body and the spirit around, you know, and finding that balance, right? And finding that ability to bring the body and spirit back into alignment has been awesome, man, because really like the mind is such an amazing and powerful tool. And it is just that it's a tool, right? It's not the totality of your being. And so like, that's been just a whirlwind of discovery for me in the past, you know, three years, you know, that I've really been doing that. Mm. And, um, you know, low and slow breathing, it, it activates the parasympathetic system, which then immediately makes you relax. And when you relax, you're able to drop into that heart space. And when you mm-hmm. drop into heart space, you're able to get downloads, downloads that are eerily accurate to what you should be doing. And it's like, you know, you got to buy the ticket and take that ride. You know, mm-hmm. like it starts every morning. You get every morning, no matter how you've lived your life up until this point, you get a chance right now, like pause this podcast. If you haven't done it and you're listening to the morning, go do 10 minutes of breathing just some parasympathetic box breathing, and then come back and listen to this and see what the difference is in your mind, right? Like in your mind, in your body, in your heart, you're going to feel more centered. Your conversations are going to be better. Your words are going to come out better. I mean, it's funny. Like I actually had someone uh, listen to all of my podcasts recently, right? And they started with Ed, you know, here and uh, worked all the way up to the latest one. And they were like, dude, like Mark, you know, Mark England had Mm -hmm. told me you talked fast. And now, like, I see just how much has changed. And for anyone listening, like, go back and listen to episode one or two, right? Like, they were a very different me, right? They were a much more charged up me, right? And that isn't always a bad thing. Like, there's definitely a time where I'm fucking super excited and I want to talk a million miles a minute. Mm -hmm. But if you do that all the time, it loses the power. And it also just comes through as being very anxious. You know, if someone's always talking to you a million miles a minute and they're firing off words, it's just like, whoa dude like what's going on in there you know like you're not fooling anyone and um that reflection was really nice because uh yeah it's true like you know the the beauty in words is the silence in between Mm. you know and if you don't give yourself enough time to be silent in between the words then you never really hear the music getting played you know i mean like language is a a tune it's a music right Mm. and uh it's a song and so like getting the ability to like uh, tune back into that has been the most beautiful gift that I've received in the last three years for sure. Heck yeah. 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 Well, to speak on that, I can 
I can attest. <laughs> You've slowed down a bit, and yeah. it's cool to observe that because, yeah, you have a lot to share. You're yeah. an epic dude. You oh, inspire thanks, me. <laughs> Thank you, brother. But, Likewise. <laughs> you know, to build on what you said, yeah, you have a lot of passion, a lot of fire, mm -hmm. and I, I'm really happy to witness that you've learned to tame that down. Yeah. Because it's like a, a forest fire. And if <laughs> if we can't tame it down, it's going to burn forever. And it's, everything's going to be gone. Yeah. Everything's going to be gone. Absolutely. So finding the stillness in the breathing, learning to slow down, mm -hmm. that creates a whole new world of possibilities, right? Absolutely. And it creates mental real estate. You mm -hmm. know, like for anyone listening, like, have you ever wished that your mind would slow down a bit? Have you ever wished that you could just turn it off, right? What if I told you, what if we told you that you could right now just by taking five minutes to breathe in for four, hold for seven, breathe out for eight, and at the low point of that breath, hold that for four. So mm -hmm. four, seven, eight, four. Mm. For anyone listening, just try it right now. It's an experiment. Mm -hmm. Tell us what you think. You know, I know for me, it changed my whole life. Right. And it's so simple that I was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's got to be something I got to pay $3,000 for and fly across the country and hang out with this certain guru or something. Mm -hmm. And um, and sure, that's all well and good. Um, but that's like the dessert. If you don't have the main quest, you know, and, or the main, uh, the main um, entree. Right. And you're just eating appetizers and desserts all day. You're probably going to have a bad time, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you're probably going to feel out of balance. You know, I know for me, man, man, was it a big eye opening experience. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm super grateful for it. And, dude, you inspire me, too, man. Like, you know, really hanging out with you, Ed, Rob, the whole Ice and Iron crew. It's changed my whole entire like life. And then going out into the all the adventures I've done over the past five months and getting to connect with so many different tribes it's like been so beautiful and it's been like oh shit like i do have that same thing at home like it's been so fun you know so you guys are literally like my outlet here like 100 percent, you're my tribe like and uh as i always say tribe recognize tribe you know yeah. and, and also your vibe oh, you, attracts brother. your tribe yes yes your vibe attracts your tribe yes and for those of you who think the word vibe is a hippy dippy word mm -hmm. it's actually it just means your vibration yeah and that's what anything that you see around you has a vibration. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Yet your vibe does attract your tribe. Yeah. And it's quite frankly that simple. Absolutely. You know, and it's funny because I talk about this a lot, how in, you know, in the world, we have these sayings, right? Like live, laugh, love, right? Mm -hmm. All these like corny hallmark sayings, right? As like I would, <laughs> I am, there's no person <laughs> guiltier than me being like, that's a stupid saying. And at the same time, like, what is more accurate than living, loving, and laughing, right? Like, I think we become numb because we rationally understand these things so much. Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Live, laugh, love. But when was the last time you felt what live, laugh, love did in your system, right? Like, think about any time that you have been, like, for anyone listening or for you, Jordan, like, any time that you've had a great time, right? Like, the time that you remember where you smile, right? Were you living? You were alive, right? You were laughing, most likely. And you were like tuning into love, right? Fuck and yeah. so it's like, why, you know, and I ask myself this all the time, like, why are we so quick to like, to, to throw sayings like that to the wind, right? As guys, I think we're way more apt to do this than women. Women are a little bit smarter than that, <laughs> but like, but men were like, oh no, it's got to be like brutality, uh, strength and honor, you know? And it's mm. like, yeah, that stuff definitely like has uh, a resonating value too. But I think like, with the age we're moving into right now, where the, you can see 
the structure that the masculine uh, entity built, the whole entire culture and society is falling apart at the seams, right? You're seeing all this horrible sexual assault allegation stuff get brought out, pedophilia, all this stuff, right? And women didn't do that shit. It was men, right? And so, you know, I think a big part of like what we're moving into now is allowing more flow, allowing like even men, right? Like even men to realize like, oh, what if I breathe slower? Oh, like what if I like have a spa day, you know, Mm -hmm. like- doesn't mean you can't go out and friggin' swing a steel mace or rock a kettlebell after. Just Heck means yeah. like you're probably going to be a better bro- brother, father, husband, you know, boyfriend, friend for the people in your circle, right? Yeah. And when you are, it's going to impact them to do the same thing. Like attracts like, vibe attracts your tribe, right? Like Heck yeah. you, with every decision you make each day, you get to be a living representative example of what that feels like. Because again, like see it to believe it, right? Like when you see someone living their best life, you know, at least for me, like I'm innately like, I want to go talk to that person. I want to figure out what they're doing, right? Yeah. Because I know that like just being around someone like that, you're going to pick it up. And that's why they say like, um, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So I really appreciate you guys being my average. Like that's fucking dope. Like that's how I know I'm doing good. When I look around and see so many badass, you know, people in my life, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, like shit's eating up, you know? Yeah, well, real, real <laughs> recognizes real. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> Dude, you know, like one of the funny things I've been saying a lot, you know, comedy's really become a big thing for me this past year, you know, um, like tuning into that and realizing like, shit, dude, like uh, I love being funny and I'm pretty funny. Like it's like fun, you know, because like, I'm around a lot of other funny people. So like I never noticed it. And uh, going into these circles, like something I always say is like game recognize game, you know, mm-hmm. like that was like a download I got in a recent mushroom ceremony where like a lot of people in these communities are like ego death, kill your ego. Like, you know, again, they're masculine the fuck out of it. Right. Like, just mm-hmm. like, yeah, you got to kill that shit, dude. It's like your enemy. And it's like <laughs> it's like militarying it, you know, yeah. militarizing it. Yeah. And um, and I think that that's the silliest thing ever. Right. Like, I think the ego is just doing the best with the information it has available. You were raised in a container from your parents and what they learned and what their parents learned, et cetera, goes all the way back. Mm. And so your ego is doing the best it can to protect you from things that it seriously thinks are going to hurt you, right? And it wants the best for you. Mm. So like during this recent mushroom ceremony, I had all these thoughts going through my head and I actually got to see a picture of my ego. It was this huge stone structure, megalithic dude. And like, it was funny because I started cracking up and I was like, dude, game recognized game. Like, holy <laughs> shit, dude, that's a friggin' impressive ego, right? And like, because I was, I, I got to slip back into the observer spot and, and just be pure awareness. And I got to watch how a question would come into my mind about like, well, what if like, you know, as an example, like, what if this trip goes bad, right? Like, like that question will pop in and then immediately like water filling a glass, the ego will be like, nope, it's not going to happen because boom, 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 and it would fill it in. I watched this happen and I was like, holy shit. Like so many people are like, are dissing their egos and their egos are like workhorses trying to keep them safe. Right. Mm. And again, it's like, it, it's doing the best of the information it has available. And I think when we look at society right now, we see a lot of that, right? Like we see a lot of like perceived evil and like, yeah, I'm sure there's some people out there that are like, you know, just not having a good time. And I think that a lot of it is like just people are doing the best of the information they have handy, you know? Yeah. And I think it's like one of the four agreements, you know, from Don Miguel Ruiz, like don't mm-hmm. take anything personal, you mm-hmm. know? And I think like if, if we're able to guide people and go, Hey, like, uh, that thing you're doing, that's like hating on this group of people or doing this, like, how do you feel when you do that? Does it make you out honestly feel better? Does it make you smile? I think most of the time you're going to find people are like, 
no, it actually doesn't at all. I'm just doing it. I don't know why. Right. Mm. And they just needing guidance, you know, so we get to be those people who guide people, you know, like, and I think that's just so awesome. And I'm so right. honored and grateful to be doing this type of work, you know, with you, like coaching, mm. guiding. It's so fun, man. And like, and for everyone listening, like anyone can be a coach. Right. Like if you've gone through something in your life that has been challenging and you've persevered through it Mm. you can then help someone else through that right yeah like so just because like me and jordan are coaches right doesn't mean we don't have coaches that coach us right like it's Mm. like it's a constant revolving door of like learning and guiding learning and guiding you know and that's that's the that's the mark right there right yeah a lot of people i mean to have empathy for these people it comes down to thinking if people knew better they Mm -hmm. would do better exactly right and that's something that i find to be very true Mm mm-hmm and I also, I heard something where they, there was a question, right? Mm-hmm. So if I ask you right now, do you think everyone is doing their best? Mm-hmm. Do you think everyone's doing their best? I do. You yeah. do. So mm-hmm. you you have empathy and compassion for these people. Yeah, absolutely. And that's awesome. Yep. The world could use a, <laughs> a hell of a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Every day. But sometimes it's easy to think, I don't think everyone's doing their best because mm-hmm. I'm walking around my city and I'm the, I think I'm the only one that might be picking up trash. Yep. I'm the only one that, you know, might appreciate the bit of nature that I get to, you know, be, a part be around. Right. Yeah. But yeah, some people didn't have that guide and we have lost our elders. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it comes down to that being the, you know, the shepherd to kind of lead people on their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, being the change, you know, it's like, I, I believe that everyone's doing the best they can, because I wouldn't want to live in a reality where I don't think that, you know, and like, we are the creator of our reality, right? So we get to choose with every action, every word that comes out of our mouth, what reality we want to create, right? And that is like, for me, I never forget that, you know, because Mm -hmm. I've been, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have so many experiences where I have seen that I have seen that like people really are doing the best and I've been one of those people like I've been someone who like for instance like I thought cannabis was horrible like up until I was about 16 and even when I was 16 I started doing it but I didn't really know why right it wasn't until I was around 19 that I started to understand what cannabis was as a spiritual aid and ally but when I was 14 if I had voted at that point I would have said no because I thought I was protecting people right and so like that's a perfect example of how like I thought I was doing the best I could with the information I had, right? Doesn't mean that you can't discover tomorrow there's a different side of it. And that's where like cognitive dissonance comes in, right? Mm. And so for me, what my focus is now is trying to stay unattached to the outcome of things, right? So I believe right now, like for instance, that um, that, you know, like uh, that cannabis is a spiritual aid and ally, right? That it's, that it's beautiful, that it helps a lot, right? This is just a random example. But if tomorrow some information came out, like some scientific study that was like, holy crap, this stuff is really fucking you up. Um, you know, there might be a couple of days where I'm like, I really want to look into this. But if it was proven without a doubt that this stuff was hurting people, mm. then I would switch my tune. And I'd be like, hey, be careful. You know, like do whatever you want to do to your body, but like be careful. You know, you should have this awareness, you know. Yeah. And I think that's like really what it comes down to being like sovereign beings, right? Mm. I would never, if that scenario was to happen, I would never tell someone else they can't put that in their body. I would choose for myself whether or not I wanted to put it in my body, right? And I think that's where a lot of people are falling short right now is they're saying this thing is perceived as bad, so I don't think anyone should be able to have it. And I think underneath that, they're trying to keep people safe, but I think it's rooted in like, you know, I mean, this is a multifaceted issue here, but like talking about how 
people don't do their research anymore. They're just told things, they believe them, and they keep going. Because, right. and I think we're seeing this change right now, especially with like COVID and everything happening right now. I mean, every day there's like, whoops, we got that wrong. This actually exists now. Whoops, we got that wrong. And so like one of the best pieces of advice I ever received from Mike Bledsoe was uh, there are a lot of people saying a lot of things right now. How do you determine who to listen to? Well, you do that by looking at the results they're getting in life and asking yourself, do I want those results, right? So personally, when I look at people like Fossey and all these people, I see people that are extremely disconnected, unhealthy, in suits all day. Like, that's not the results I want, you know? Mm -hmm. When I look at Paul Check, when I look at Shervine, I'm looking at prime examples of what a human being looks like, right? right? Like 60 years old, deadlifting 400 pounds, great family connection, love just pouring out of him. Like, that's the results I want. So I choose to listen to him and what he's saying, you know? And then I do my research and that backs up what he's saying. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm mm-hmm. in congruence with that, yeah. you know? a 100%. And yeah. you know that what I'm thinking of is using discernment, right? Yes. So, okay, this guy might have a degree mm-hmm. and this can be tied into allopathic medicine for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Like it was... Maybe Reagan said, trust, but verify. So, hey, I love you, Ryan. I look up to you. You're, yeah. you're super intelligent. Yeah. But I'm, I'm still going to probably look up anything I've heard yeah. from you today or from another source. Like, yeah. I'm open to receive yeah. the message, but I'm still going to look it up on my own. Yeah. So, asking the question, is this really true? Mm-hmm. So, when you hear something on the news or on a podcast or you come across an article mm-hmm. or a study, mm-hmm. in air quotes, a study, <laughs> yeah. you know, because the, the Western mind, mm-hmm. the intellectual mind- It's running the show. Loves research, loves being glorified by research. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've witnessed in my own life, in my own experience with family, in my own experience working at a PT clinic, mm-hmm. where it's it's like, I have a funny story I'm going to share with you now. Please. I worked at a PT clinic for about four years. I learned a ton. Mm-hmm. Great, great experience. They did not look at the basics to keep it brief. <laughs> yeah. Like I was almost mocked, you know, for yeah. for asking a patient, oh, how much water are you drinking? Mm-hmm. Some of the therapists would say, oh, you know, his back still hurts. It must have been he's not drinking enough water, right? <laughs> and I'm like, hold on, guys. Let's think about this. Every disc in our spine is made of water. Mm-hmm. Don't you think if this guy's dehydrated and he wake he wakes up and drinks a Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. like that could lead to some problems in the spine, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and little things like that mm-hmm. that they are overlooked. Or I had an experience <clears throat> even better. <laughs> this is the best of all time. I broke I broke a foot. Okay, I rehabbed it on my own. A year later, my other foot started hurting, so I healed it. After a day or two, by just doing a standing active meditation, and I I was paying attention to my weight distribution. Mm -hmm. You know, I broke my right foot. A year later, my left foot was throbbing pain, right? The PT did the compression of the balls of my feet. She kind of squished them together, and I felt like kicking this girl right in the chest, right? I'm like, wow, that really hurts. She goes, okay, you, you have what's called a neuroma. Okay, what do I do about it? Oh, you can buy a gel pad. So I'm thinking, what's causing it, right? Yeah. What's what's the root cause of it? They don't look at that. 
a few days later, a week later, I go back and tell him what happened. I healed it on my own. I paid attention to myself. I set intentions. Mm-hmm. Really, what I did was I realized I had, you know, more than half my body weight on the other side of my body. Mm-hmm. So my body was giving me a sign. Yeah. Right? The pain teacher came in mm-hmm. because the symptom is a messenger. Mm-hmm. So when I tell him I healed myself doing Tai Chi or standing meditation, this girl's eyes are probably still rolling in the back of her <laughs> head, you know? Like that's that's what we're getting with the Western mind. Mm-hmm. If if we can't think holistically and just see the big picture. Mm-hmm. You know, people are glorified by research and not experiencing it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this like, so glad you brought that up because it brings up a great conversation around priorities and like how... Most people like, like you think about the pain teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure for someone listening right now, they're going, what the hell do they mean pain teacher? Like, well, when was the last time you were in a lot of pain and you didn't do something to solve it, right? It mm-hmm. cho- it, it caused you to do something, whether that something was taking an Advil mm-hmm. or like look into it and do a standing meditation, right? Like it, it causes you to go, okay, I need to look at this, right? right? And when you look at like the, the modern medical, like Western medical system, it's all based on the highest priority mean, being getting you back to work right? Like you are what you put in, in an office building each day, right? Like that's pretty much your worth, right? And you see that, especially with masculine like roles. Um, like, you know, you're the provider, you're working a hundred hours a week, you're getting glorified. No one's saying like, dude, you're working a hundred hours a week. That's fucking crazy. Are you spending time with your family? Like there's not these days it's starting to happen more, but you think about like peak America in the eighties and nineties, like it was almost like a sign of honor. If you were willing to like die at work and actually, and I believe in Japan, there is a word for this. Um, where like, if you die from overworking, you're like glorified as a God, you know? And like, that is everything that's wrong with society. Right. Because again, like this lady was trained. And again, this is probably completely unconscious to her, right? Like the modern medical system, the doctors are, are pretty much taught with this issue, this pill. Mm-hmm. With this issue, that pill. Yeah. With a hurting foot, it must be this gel pad, you know? And yeah, Kiroshi. Yeah, Kiroshi. That's the word for uh, uh, the Japanese uh, mm. people that die working, you know? Fucking crazy. That is and, crazy. Yeah, dude. And uh, <laughs> and so, like, what you tapped into there is the thing that they don't want us to figure out, right? And, oh, God, conspiracy comes out, right? But, like, no, think about it, right? Like, if... You know that you can fix your body through intention and through awareness mm-hmm. and through taking time for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you take time for yourself, you might have more time to feel. When you have more time to feel, you might go, you know what? I don't think I want this new car. I don't mm-hmm. think I need to give my life away for that. You know, I don't think I want this promotion of this job. It's going to bring me farther away from my family. They don't want that, right? Because again, like it's, it's not even a conspiracy. It's, it's simply like the country is a business with the longer you're at work, the more taxes they make, the more money some politician has to line their pocket. It's just simple, right? Mm-hmm. And so with becoming the creator of your life, right? Which is, I'm so glad we're getting onto the subject, like mm-hmm. with understanding that I can heal myself. Like, right. Like I can heal myself. Right. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I might not need to go see like a Paul check and be like, Hey, like, uh, my mind is taking over the show here and I don't know what to do. And it's probably a lot simpler than I'm making it soft talk acknowledged. And what should I do here? Right. And again, it's like, look at the results you're getting. Right. Like most doctors I go to, I don't want their life. Like they're usually overweight. Right. They're usually, uh, tired, so tired. Mm-hmm. They're running from appointment to appointment. You get maybe eight minutes with them if you're lucky. Right. Mm-hmm. And everything is just like, yep, take this pill, do this thing. All right. Cool. Cool. They're not, they're, they're on like the first level of listening. They don't go all the five levels deep to really understand like what you're feeling underneath the words you're saying. Mm-hmm. And so like for me, it's just like, 
you know, I look at what's going on right now, especially right now, right, where there's like a big divide right now in terms of like what COVID's bringing up, what all this stuff is bringing up. And what I'm noticing is a strange correlation between the people that I have looked up to as health gurus saying, hey, man, you got an immune system. I uh, just set your intention. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And the people that I would never want to be like being like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Oh, my God. And, it, you know, it's it's a little bit comical to me because like, you know, in terms of like the people that I have on my friends list, whatever. I've been talking health for years and they've just blown it off. Right. Mm-hmm. And now they're the ones trying to shove down my throat that I need a vaccine or something. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't get it. Like I'm healthy because I chose every day to wake up and do things that made me healthy. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's not been doing that. And so therefore you think you need this vaccine when in reality you don't need that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm not saying that every vaccine is bad. I only sit still in absolutes. So, but it's just like, do we really need a vaccine for something that for most of the population is not a big deal? And, you know, a lot of people are going to hear that and go, well, what about the other people? And it's like, well, I mean, this isn't a great opportunity for those people to take control of their health, right? Actually, because at the end of the day, their life does not work this way. Life is not like, oh, I do whatever I want. I drink whatever I want. I hang out with whoever I want. I socialize. I do these things. And then when something happens, I just take a pill. Like, that's not how life should work, right? Mm -hmm. That's why they say your body is your temple. You know, your body is your temple so that when things like this happen, you're secure, you're good, right? And then it comes down to the language you use, right? So I'm noticing also, like the media is doing a fantastic job right now of scaring the hell out of people, right? Mm -hmm. And again, I have a lot of empathy and compassion for those people. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go around like brutalizing these people for doing what they think is making them safe, right? All I can do is that if someone's curious, I can I can help them. I can help guide them and go, is that serving you? If not, we'll check this stuff out. See how that feels. And if that feels better, okay, cool. Try these things out. That feel yeah. better? Okay, cool. Like, I'm not here to tell anyone how to live their life. But in return, I don't want anyone to tell me how to live my life. You know? Yeah. Like, I chose to be healthy. And I choose to be the creator of my life. You know? Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, they don't want to do that. And that's totally fine. Like right. that's, I probably lived thousands of lifetimes where I haven't done that. So I'm no one to judge. Right. But yeah, it's an interesting time going on right now. And I think, you know, to be the positive outlook on this, like, I think this is the best time in history. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for all of this happening because look how many people now, just like I just said, are actually focusing on their health. Yeah. Uh, like there are so many people that never thought about health that are actually like, oh, I could prevent this from just being healthy. And I think that's great. So I think this is awesome. Yeah. You know? it, it, it really First of all, everything you said, I, lot, a lot of thoughts. You actually, you know, we're in a quantum entanglement. Yes, hell yeah, bro. I was intending to really drop that line that mm-hmm. I believe we can heal ourselves. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you don't want to have a doctor. And yep. You don't want to go see, you know, a person such as maybe a massage therapist, yep. acupuncture, Whatever, even Western medicine, there's a time and a place for all oh, these things. Absolutely, dude. But really take responsibility for your health. Yep. Being responsible means you're able to respond. Yes. You're not going to react. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of reactive behaviors today. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you really expect is going to happen after you've been told to stay inside? Yeah. You know, and not, yeah. not be within six feet of people. Yep. Well, to me, I think that we're social creatures. We're we social are. beings. Yeah. We're, we're meant to interact. Yeah. We're meant to be outside. Mm-hmm. And if giving someone a hug means you're disobeying, yeah, I'm going to disobey. Yeah. You know, I saw a guy walking down the street today that I cross paths with every now and then. 
And I said that to him like flat out, like, yeah, if that's disobeying, going outside and being around loved ones, then I'm going to disobey. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't really think it's a crazy thought. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I think you're onto something, Jordan. He's like, yeah. yeah, keep going. And I could tell like he was receptive that he liked that message, mm-hmm. you know, and it comes down to really being responsible. Yeah. You know, going back to the morning routine, an elaborate morning routine. Mm-hmm. I have a, a beautiful morning routine. Yeah. I love the morning. Now, a line that I got from J.P. Sears, our mm-hmm. boy. I love him. The morning is the child of the day. Mm. So how you start your day, that's how the rest of the day is going to f- kind of follow suit. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people, especially the young bucks, I mean, <laughs> I'm 28. I'm not old by any means. Yeah. Anyone that's older or younger, there's a line I want to share. Grow old, but stay young mm. by Trevor Hall. Mm-hmm. My boy, lots of Dude. love to him. But back to the uh, the morning routine. You know, when you care for yourself... And, and you set that time aside, you are more whole. You can show up to every situation and actually offer something that might be of service to this person, that it might change their life. And you just said something that, you know, just coming off the off the cuff. Yeah. You didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. But that could fully change the direction of someone's life. Yeah. Just because you were in the moment. You were present. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, dude, I love that, man. You brought up a lot of great things. And like to touch on like uh, your interaction with that guy, you know, like something that uh, again, this is like, you know, again, like a simple, not easy thing. Like Mm -hmm. this is a revolutionary thing, right? Like what if when people said things you at you felt how it felt in your body? (gasps) Like, you know, it's like when I listen to like the news, I'm just like, this doesn't make me feel good. I can feel it like something sucking energy out of me. Right. And so, like, for me, it's just, like, I go where feels good, right? And I know that's, like, a crazy concept, right? Not for most people listening to this. They're they're far down the rabbit hole. But, like, you know, for most of society, it's, like, nope, if I can't prove it with science, then I'm not there. And it's, like, well, science isn't always true. That's mm. what makes it science. It's true right now. But, like, they thought the earth was flat at one point, right? Still up for debate. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, you know, like, they, like, they've thought lots of things. They've put it this way. It's like that great saying, it's not what you think you know that will get you in trouble. It's what you know you know. And a mm. lot of people right now know what they know. Mm. And that's why you're seeing this big divide right now because they, they're they perfect at this, right? Like the media, all these companies that want you to buy stuff and live life a certain way, they're really good. Like they are very smart. Like that's what like we don't, you know, a lot of people don't give them credit, you know, like they are, they know what they're doing, right? Clever. Yeah, they're very clever. They know that if they get the emotions entangled into this and they make you think that, hey, Jordan, if you go give someone a hug, you could kill my grandmother, right? Like that's fucked up, you know? Guilt. Yeah, guilt, exactly. And, and guilt, shame. Guilt and shame are, are some of the most- The lowest vibration like, states. Yeah, beyond lowering feelings ever. Like, yeah. Think about a time when you were guilty. Yep. Or you were ashamed of something you did, mm-hmm. you know? Like just saying that out loud brings me down, yeah. you know? And to be told that- you know, this is one of the best things. It's really heartbreaking, but it's comical. Like, mm-hmm. if you can't laugh, you'll cry. Yeah. Hey, I just want to get this out there. My views don't uh, reflect on anybody I work with or work mm-hmm. for or Ryan, mm-hmm. but I feel compelled to share that, you know, seeing the commercial about <laughs> this is a joke to me. If you have loved ones over for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. 
they may not make it to Christmas. What? Yeah, I know. Like, really? <laughs> I know. And and people believe that. I know. And I'm not saying that's not true, mm -hmm. but it doesn't ring true in my heart. Yeah. At all. Same. At all. And it's really sad that people are buying the narrative because mm -hmm. there was a ton of division, you know, a ton of loneliness a year ago. Yeah. Loneliness was already yep. an epidemic, right? Mm -hmm. That's a real pandemic is loneliness. Yeah. Now you have to be apart. You can't go outside. Mm -hmm. What? That's, that's not what people need. Oh, absolutely, man. You know, and like you think about like, you know, I know when uh, the pandemic first started, man, I was going to this park near my house, Wapatuck. Shout out to Wapatuck. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a gigantic park. Like oh, we're yeah. talking like miles and miles, right? And I'd be mountain biking in the middle of the woods, right? And there'd be someone way ahead of me. Like we're talking like trails that are not main trails. These are like literally in the middle of the woods. Sure. And there's someone wearing a mask <laughs> in the middle of the woods with no one around them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like. That is dangerous because that person is lowering their immune system, making them more susceptible to whatever illness is out there. Mm -hmm. They're also pumping stress hormones into their body because mm -hmm. their body is like, hey, man, usually we're taking in more air than this. What's happening up there? Is mm -hmm. there like, is he suffocating or is she suffocating? And so the body is putting, you know, norepinephrine. It's putting uh, uh, cortisol. It's putting adrenaline into the system, which over time creates inflammation, which creates disease, right? So it's like you're in these chronically inflamed states, right? Mm -hmm. Because you think you're being safe. And it's like, not only does the research on masks not suggest that they help nearly as much as they're saying they do first of all it's like a diminishing return it's like mm -hmm. you know uh there was one study that showed they worked and uh and for anyone listening if you want the link i can link you to this because uh, it all has double blind placebo controlled studies but like there was one where basically then it was only in a nurse situation like a hospital situation mm. they were wearing n95s for 12 hours straight with a face shield right mm. And what they showed was, yes, it did prevent particles from getting out, but those nurses and doctors that were doing that were horribly, like, diseased after doing that for a week, right? They were, like, they were so burned out, their cortisol was peaked in their body, all of these things were happening as a result of them wearing a mask. So it's, like, what is helping more, right? Like, it's a, it's a give or take. Like, mm -hmm. oh, technically, does it work on this one very specific scenario? Sure, right? Mm -hmm. Are most people using N95s to begin with? Nope. Are they wearing face shields on top of that? Definitely not. Um, are they in a hospital situation? situation no right and so mm -hmm. um yeah it's very interesting you know and uh you know one of the things that you brought up about massage um was really cool because here's how i feel right and i'm glad you brought up western medicine too because like you know for anyone listening like believe me when i say like if i like rob put brought this up perfectly in his episode he's like dude if i get in a car accident and like my leg is hanging off don't bring me to an acupuncturist no like bring me to a hospital right yeah. like western medicine has its point mm -hmm. and again only siths deal in absolutes like i'm never going to say that nothing like you should never do this right and i am going to say like is it helping or is it hurting right mm. and so like massage i have a great thing that mark england told me about massage which is massage is a luxury designed as a uh no sorry massage is a necessity designed mm. as a luxury mm. you know and it's so true because you know these are like the tune-ups you get right? right like your car like right like you know what we're basically saying here is that we have these bodies and we take care of them right it's like you take care of your car right mm -hmm. And at a certain point, your car is going to need an oil change. No matter how well you take care of the tires, no matter how well you clean it, it's still going to need an oil change, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I feel like Eastern medicine is is so, you know, reign supreme, right? It's like no matter how well you take care of yourself, 
there are going to be nicks and dings, right? And so massage, acupuncture, even chiropractors are amazing. Like, you know, somatic emotional release, biofeedback, all of these things are great ways to tune up the body and make sure and, and check in, right? Like mm-hmm. acupuncture is one of the, I mean, you talk about a system that like is seemingly given to us by aliens, right? And I say that jokingly for all you Joe Rogan fans. It's, it's funny that like these things have been getting used for thousands and thousands of years. And of course, like the masculine American model is like, nope, that shit's bullshit. You know, it's like astrology. It's like, nah, bullshit, dude. It's like, oh, it's been around for 4,000 years, but you figured it out in your 25 years. Cool. You know, it's like, you know, so for me, it's like if something's been around that long, I always give it the time of day. And what I've realized about acupuncture and all the Eastern medicine things is that they're amazing, man. Like, oh, my God, they put the needles on me or the pricks, whatever they call them, whatever the you know classic term is in acupuncture. But like by the time he's closing the door, I'm like levitating out of my body, dude. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, yeah, so it's just very interesting. And, you know. I'm curious, you know, with with everything going on this year that we've been talking about, and I love that it went there, you know, it's like I had all these questions right now. I'm like, eh, maybe we'll get to them. Maybe we won't, you know, and this is what's great about the in-person ones. But I'm curious, you know, where do you see, like, I, I, I feel we're on the same page with, like, being very positive about this year. Like, hey, this is awesome. Like, I'm I'm so glad this is all happening. Thank God this all happened, right? Where do you where do you see humanity going from here, right? Where mm. do you see, like, uh, in a year's time, Right. If everything goes according to, I don't know what plan, their plan, our plan, whatever, like, where would you like to see the world go in a year's time? Put it that way. Well, that's a beautiful question. Thanks, brother. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a bit to unpack there, mm. but, uh, I'm going to give it my best. I'd like to see people love more, love mm. not only themselves, not only their family and friends, but love the planet. Yeah. You know, man. cause there's a, something I, probably a native saying i say it all the time we're only as healthy as the planet so getting back to our roots you know you don't you don't need to grow all your own food Mm -hmm. but if you grow a bit of it yeah you're outdoors you're connecting with those plants Mm -hmm. that's actually giving you energy even before you ever pick a carrot out of the ground yep because you're at least touching the dirt if you're not barefoot Mm -hmm. but yeah i i think well, I feel I would love people to be more open and loving and have a bit more faith in themselves and, and faith in humanity mm-hmm. because I am maybe an unrealistic optimist mm-hmm. and a big part of me does think everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the past year or so, close to a year has been crazy, mm-hmm. right? This is the craziest movie ever. Yeah. We're living in the craziest movie of all time. Yeah. Right? We're living in it. Yeah. But we do create our own reality. As you said, I fully agree. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to just take a bit more people to see others that are open-minded and are doing something that is, you know, the opposite of what mainstream says, such as don't go outside, don't be around people. Well, I feel better when I'm outside. I feel better when I'm around people. Yeah. So- yeah, leading by example mm-hmm. and just being more kind, you mm-hmm. know, being more loving. Like earlier today, very small thing, but I was driving home, getting gas on the way home, and I saw a guy walking, right? Saw a brother walking, wearing his chin diaper, mm-hmm. cool. And, you know, the long and the short of it is he's looking at me and we're just locking eyes about 30 feet away. And he was looking at me to see if I was going to react to him. Mm-hmm. And I just gave him a very simple nod. Just a nod of the head, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Just 
just one of those. Yep. You know, you could either go up or go down, but yep. either way, acknowledgement, right? Yeah. This this dude, this black dude, lots of love to, you know, all the people I connect with all over the world, but this guy looks at me, puts a big smile on, <laughs> gives me the fist. Yeah. I'm like, a fist like, you know, aho, like, what's up, brother? Yeah. And it's so cool just to see a small interaction such as a head nod. Yeah. A smile. Yeah. You know, like connect more. Yeah. Connect more to yourself, connect more with others, connect more with the planet. Yeah. And you could you could take connect out and put love in there as well. It's mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, I love that you brought that up because I think the best part, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it, the best part of this year has been allowing people to realize how special those moments are, right? Mm -hmm. Moments that otherwise would be way too busy mm -hmm. to, to, to notice, to appreciate, to feel into. And with all the time that's been given to us and also being told to stay away from one another, right? What I've noticed is that people really cherish one another more, you know? Mm. And so like the question I have for everyone listening, this one's going to be a doozy. It's going to hit deep, right? Is like, what can you choose to do for yourself each day that will help you smile deeper? Because that smile is contagious. And when you smile from a fucking Buddha heart smile, dude, it's infectious, and I don't know about what pandemic you guys want, but that's the pandemic I want. The pandemic of smiles and love. And for everyone like, ah, oh, this dude's a hippie. Yeah. So what? Do you not want more smiles and love? Mm -hmm. I don't know anyone who would choose to. No, you know what? I want more fear. You know, like, I think that's good. So, yeah, call me hippie, whatever. I want more love and smiles. Simple. Yeah. You know, well, simple ain't easy, but it can be if we yeah, choose to make it. 100%. 100%. <laughs> What was yeah. it? Einstein said, great or great minds always met violent opposition from mediocre minds. Yep. And I'm not saying I'm a great mind, yeah. but I've met some opposition and yeah. I'm just getting started. Yeah. You know, same. like I'm, we're all really just getting started. Yep. You might be a <clears throat> bit more well established. Mm -hmm. Brother Rob Carney, shout out to him. Yep. You know, you guys are on a, a growing movement platform and i love that mm -hmm. that inspires me mm -hmm. you know our ice and iron community is growing i'm thankful you're there we Dude. have an online platform it's amazing yeah. we've had a few calls already and like heart opening heartfelt you know we do some meditation some breath work we all connect even if it's through a zoom guess mm -hmm. what we're still connecting absolutely and we we do it in person too <clears throat> yeah but we just we just have to love ourselves and love each other more yeah Absolutely. And, you know, like, I think one of the coolest parts about that is like, you know, I say this all the time since this past year, and it's been a big point for me because there was, um, you know, of course, when this pandemic first happened, everyone's like, we got to be careful, you know, like, until we know more. And then when more came out, and I started to really see around the edges of this thing. You know, I there's there's two sides of this, right? Where like I started seeing things and started doing some research and I'm like, huh, that doesn't really link up. Okay. And so then I got really like nervous. I'm like, what do I do with this? Like I have this channel. Do I put it out? Do I talk about these things on my podcast? Right. And a part of me is like, no, 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 like living in scarcity. Like, no, 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 your your business is gonna fail, all these things, right? And the other part of me was like, fuck that. There's seven <laughs> and a half billion people on the planet. I can never 
reach that many people. I don't want that many people liking me. That's overwhelming, right? So I'm going to speak my truth and, and, and trust that the people that resonate with me are going to find me. And you know what? That number is growing daily. And at the end of the day, when someone doesn't resonate with my message, I go, hey, awesome. I hope you find the message that resonates with you. But thank you for making my job easier. It's one less person I have to convince now of something or whatever, like that pressure I put on myself. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like the best gift we can give to everyone around us is being 100% fully, unapologetically, authentically ourselves. The world is not in need of another me, of another you, of another Eddie. It's in need of you, whoever's listening to this. It's in need of you. And so what are you going to do with your day that's going to allow you to become more you, right? You don't need to agree with what Jordan or I are saying, right? You can, cool. If you don't, cool too. Find someone who resonates with you, like, or find someone you resonate with. That's the best part of being like you talk about the masculinity, like being maturely masculine, right? Like being able to understand, like, you know what? We can have a discussion and if we don't agree on everything, we can still be friends, right? Like mm-hmm. you and I, we agree on pretty much everything, but like, you know, this has been a big thing and you know, like, you know, this is a interesting topic to bring up uh, that Paul Check was talking about recently that he was saying like, I think it's like 95% and that could be a wrong number, but it was some big percentage of the population has the consciousness level of a child. You know, and you see it like I I see it a lot on Facebook specifically, and I don't even know why I'm still on Facebook. It's kind of like just one of those things I like sticking my finger on the stove and ooh, it's still hot. Yeah, like, (laughs) you know, but like I notice like I'll (laughs) I just eat my popcorn basically figuratively and I go on there sometimes and, Mm -hmm. you know, get lost in there. And I see like especially people in like their 40s to 60s, right? They're like arguing with people our age as if like, I'm going to come punch you up. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is literally a 12 year old talking in a 40 something or 50 or something year old's body. Right. And so, you know, when he when I first heard that, I was like, ah, you know, whatever. I rationally understood it. Then I felt it. You know, then I then I saw it. I'm like, oh, shit, this is why the world is the way it is. Right. Because people have just been told, just go get a job you work 40 hours at. You fucking ace to life. That's it. Don't need to go any farther. Right. And now we're seeing the repercussions for that, you know, mm-hmm. and uh yeah, it's um thank God, you know. Thank God all this has happened, you yeah. know, like yeah. uh because I choose to look at it that way, you know, mm-hmm. and like, you know, we didn't even get into yet like the language we use, you know, creates the reality that we live in, right? And so like mm-hmm. that's why we use affirmations and things like that. Like I know we talked about a little earlier. And so I'm curious, like, what's your what's your favorite affirmation mm. that you like to say to yourself? If I had to pick one, the universe is working in my favor. Mm. That's a really powerful one. Hell yeah, dude. That felt good. I felt it does, that. right? Everything yeah. everything's working out for me. Yeah. You know, things like that. Yep. I'm I'm happy, I'm healthy, I am strong mm-hmm. or I am whole. Mm-hmm. Right? Cuz your thoughts become your words, become yep. your actions. Yep. So, quite literally what you think about, you become. Mm-hmm. And once you can get clear on that and get aware of that, mm-hmm. Then it's a brand new ball game. Mm-hmm. You know, you you just wiped all the bugs off the windshield, <laughs> and now you can see what's on four ninety five. Yeah, right? what's what's on the road ahead of you? Yeah, right. And you can steer out steer out of the way of these roadblocks mm-hmm. and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. I love that man. Like you know, I'm a huge word nerd, and for everyone listening, they're like, "Oh, he's about to go into language again." Yep. Uh, and let's so, go. like, yeah, let's go. You know, and like, it's it's interesting that like I always tell people. And, and this came to me during another mushroom ceremony where I've been known, right? Like I was talking in the beginning about my fast talking and all this stuff. Like 
A quote that Paul Cech says a lot hit me hard, Mm -hmm. which was intellectualism is a common cover up for fear of direct experience. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought about that recently. I'm like, oh, shit, that's what I was doing. I was learning everything under the sun Mm -hmm. so that I could feel, quote unquote, or think that I was prepared. And like what it really came down to during one mushroom trip is I was basically taking this gigantic story and kept narrowing it down and narrowing it down and narrowing it down. And finally, what it came to after five and a half hours was just. Whatever you believe you become, what you believe you become like, and it was like, oh, damn, it is that simple. And what you believe, right, are things that you're saying to yourself, right? And then you verbally express those things and you're creating the reality you live in like abracadabra, right? They knew this way back in Aramaic times. Abracadabra translates to with my word, I create. Abracadabra is with my word, I destroy, right? Like. This is like something I love nerding out on uh, with regards to the English language and how uh, if you look at like how things are always stated in, in the negation, like, oh, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to do that. Well, what do you want to do? I want to do this, right? Like, why don't we do that more regularly, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. weird, right? Like, I, you know, and like projections, he or she made me feel this way. They made me feel this way. And like that is just giving your power away. Oh, if they made you feel that, then they're more powerful than you. Mm-hmm. If you made you feel like that, right? Because, like, this is what happened. This is what happened to me. Like, when I first learned about that, I got pretty triggered. You know, I was like, well, shit, mm-hmm. dude. Like, no, I don't want to, like, take accountability for everything I do. And then I realized, like, oh, taking accountability is just an action, a choice you make. And then after that, like, on the other side of that is a feather bed of, like, everything you've ever wanted. Because once you admit that you are where you are because you put yourself there, whether consciously or unconsciously, if if someone's had – quote unquote power over you it's only because you've been giving them that once you realize that yeah it's like a hard pill to swallow for all but five minutes then you go oh shit what do i want to create now Mm -hmm. well if that person's making me feel this way if i'm making myself feel that way when i'm around that person then i get to make the decision do i want to continue putting myself around that person if the answer is yes well then you got a job to do you got to make sure that you're allowing yourself to feel good around that person. If no, cool. Cut the cord. Go forward. Find people that resonate with what you're saying and find people that make you feel good around them, you know? And so I love the language thing, man. I think it's so important. And I think like, especially as men, like we rope these stories and these stories dictate our lives, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like for everyone listening, like what story are you telling yourself about yourself that's limiting your ability to live life to your fullest potential? You know, I mean, we all have one. Like, I'm figuring more out every day. Mm-hmm. So it's like a constant adventure, you know? know and uh that's where you know having a coach or getting coached or or being a coach is so valuable you know because like uh you can help people get to the level you've gotten to and then you can find people when you want to go to deeper levels and just the wormhole keeps going deeper and deeper and i love that shit man doesn't doesn't stop it really doesn't you know like if it does i'd love to know what well i guess you know that's what they say rest in peace you know i guess when you Mm. pass away you know you get to rest but who knows how long for though right like I mean, in reality, like, I don't know about you guys, but I think I speak for all of us here in this room when I say we are ethereal extreme sporters, right? And I don't think I've actually said this whole thing on a podcast before, so I'm super stoked because t-shirts are coming soon. I got the whole thing drawn out. Wait, do you guys see this? It's dope. For everyone listening, if you want a picture of it, uh, let them fucking know. I'll send it to you, you know? <laughs> but um, so basically, like, imagine, and some of the terminology might be a little astray here, so forgive me if uh, the terminology isn't correct, but say you're a new soul, right? A new being that is yet to incarnate in 3D or 4D reality. And so you're hearing stories of souls come back in your soul family, and they're like, dude, 
it's wild down there. You're like, is it fun? Eh, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's pretty shitty, you know? Like, well, like, why do you keep going down? Because <sighs> it's fun, man. It's cool to feel different things, you know? Like, happiness is like the goal, but you don't always feel it. So when you feel it, it's like really intense. You're like, damn, it sounds kind of fun, but I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying like unconditional love land up here. So I'm just going to chill out and hang out. And then after a couple of times, you hear, keep hearing, you know, people come back. And I really invite everyone listening to think about the story of drugs when you listen to this, right? So people come back like, dude, you got to try this thing called consciousness. It's really cool. And you're like, nah, man, I don't know. Like, I'm just going to say no for now, you know? And then after a while, you're like, all right, you know, these guys came back, these ladies came back and I trust them and they're saying to try it. So I'm going to try it. Right? But I'm not going to go down to something that could last a long time. So I'm going to hop down. There's a fly. Get a good look around, uh, you know, see what's going on. And then seven days, give or take, I'm back. Right. And so uh, you come back. You're like, whoa, that was crazy. Yeah, that was weird. Um, I think I'm going to go down as a bird next time. Right. So I don't know how long birds last a year or two. Maybe don't quote me on that. You go down as a bird, you get a much more expansive look around. You're like, whoa, this is wild. So every time you keep testing the waters a little bit more. Right. And then after you know, so many uh, uh, go-rounds of incarnation on Earth, you decide, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go be a human now. And when you decide that you are ready to be a human, you are now an ethereal extreme sporter, right? Because being a human, man, think about it. You got awareness. You got you got consciousness. You got the awareness of being conscious. You have the mind, the body, the spirit. You have relationships. You have all these things going on. You have society trying to put these messages on you. Then you have to decipher if these messages are true or not. I mean, it's a lot of work, right? Like mm. you could manifest as a Jew in 1930s Poland. Like that's some rough shit, right? Like and yeah. so like at that level, you have now graduated to like the level where like you're the type of extreme sporter or like uh the type of athlete that the rest of the ethereal world looks to for advice when you come back you're like holy shit dude you do that human thing like whoa that's wild and so for everyone listening like congrats yourself on being an ethereal extreme sporter whether you recognize it or not you chose to be a human so yeah props to you i'm glad i got to tell that (laughs) i love that i love that yeah save me a shirt yes absolutely brother yeah you'll be getting one right away dude (laughs) and so like you know, I'm curious, uh, what's been, you know, we're talking a lot about 2020 and uh, how everything's happening for us. And so what's been your favorite memory so far of 2020? Hmm. Personally, I really got to enjoy a bit more me time. Hmm. You know, when I work at a gym that got shut down. Okay. I have time to begin actually doing Tai Chi daily. Mm-hmm. Right. We hear about a hundred day gong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did my first 100-day gong during the coronavirus mm-hmm. in 2020, and that feels really good to say. Mm. I'm no like I'm not I'm not levitating on the mountains. I did Tai Chi for 20 minutes for 100 <laughs> days. All yeah. right, cool, good job. It's still evolving, you know. I'm still like <laughs> I'm still learning from those experiences and yeah. those integration. Yeah, those experience every day. Mm-hmm. You know, every morning is my favorite time to do it but if i if i miss the day and i know ed can relate to this i know when i miss a morning of doing practice i feel a bit more on edge and i don't feel like i have as much you know empathy maybe compassion for other people Mm. sometimes and i find myself aware of that like whoa okay slow down like yeah you didn't get to move and breathe for a while but that really affects your day so Mm -hmm. so my favorite part was being able to go in a bit more because mm. if you can't go, you know, if you can't go within, you go without. Yeah. Right? 
Yep. So for me, that was a big personal, you know, accomplishment, little pat on the back. Yeah, I did my first gong. That was amazing. Now, on a more collective note, Ice and Iron's been booming. Mm. And, and to hear the feedback from people in person and through the online community has been just just so, like, humbling. And I just have so much gratitude and love for everybody that has shown up and is is still a part of the tribe that mm-hmm. – to, to witness something we created, Eddie, Rob, Jordan, we sat down at the Farmer's Daughter. Shout out to the Farmer's Daughter. Mm, dope restaurant. Probably the best um, best food in uh, Massachusetts really, yeah. that I've yeah. found. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're growing your own food. And, yeah. You know. Unless you're going over to the Crescent Street Cafe. Yeah, unless you know, that's what I mean. Like, good meals like over there. <laughs> you, you, can, you can actually source your stuff yeah. on, when, when you prepare a meal. Yeah. But most – Without going down that rabbit hole, mm-hmm. most restaurants are using industrial seed oil, mm-hmm. four white devils, just mm-hmm. toxic. Like you're better off drinking water and and fasting not, and not yeah. eating and, <laughs> and eating most fast food, right? Yeah. But yeah, we had this thought a year ago, and to just watch it evolve, it's like a little, it's like a little plant, mm-hmm. you know, like a little baby, like. Mm-hmm. We're just the roots. Are, is it growing? I don't know. <laughs> uh, how do the roots? The roots are. They look yeah. like they're there. Okay. They're popping out of the bottom. It and should then, be going soon. Now we're seeing the leaves come up, and now it's a stalk. And there's yeah. actually a stalk. You yeah, know, it's it's on its way up. Yeah, and it's reaching for the light. And then there's offshoots of all these other people that are doing their own thing, whether mm-hmm. or not they're still with us. I know a handful of people that have started their own, you know, workout class and, uh, you know, offering their services, and that's great. I love that. Keep doing you. Mm-hmm. I'm not offended that you wanted to go start your own thing. Yeah. After you saw what we did once, mm-hmm. more power to you. Yep. Because we're stronger together. Yeah. So fuck yeah, keep doing it. Yeah. That that that's a huge win. Yeah, dude. And you know what's really cool about what you just said too is that you're coming from a place of abundance where you're saying, you know what? Like this guy that I know uh, said something really profound to me that was great. He was like. My goal is to help a billion people take charge of their health and lives, mm. right? And he's like, you know why it's a billion? Because once it's a billion, there's no such thing as competition. I got to work with everyone I possibly can to make that dream happen, you know? And that's like, I mean, I think I speak for all of us here when I say that's exactly our goal. We want to help the whole goddamn planet. We can't do that alone. We can't even do that with just us. We got to have an army of people that are ready to help people, right? And so having people go out and start their own thing, it's like, thank God, right? Because like, it's exhausting. Like I was saying, like 7.5 billion people, like, please to everyone listening go out and start your own thing we need help <laughs> like you know what i mean like it's crazy and i love the plant analogy you gave right because being a uh regenerative agriculture nerd uh i'll nerd out here for a second like what's beautiful what you guys have done right is you're taking care of the soil the plant's growing itself right so like i guarantee i can speak for both of you guys in this room when i say like you have no idea where ice and I, like if you had thought a year f- back from now that it would be where it is now you probably wouldn't have even dreamt that, right? And what you did was you watered the soil, you created the environment, you put the truth out there, right? You put your authentic voice out there and the right people showed up, right? Mm-hmm. And the right people are continuing to show up. And now you got the online thing, right? And now you guys are hopping on podcasts together, right? And now you're all getting bigger individually and collectively, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly how you grow a plant. You grow a plant not by growing the plant. You grow a plant by growing the soil, right? right. The soil does everything it needs to take care of the plant, right? And this is where all you hydroponic growers, you got it wrong, right? Because, again, like, no <laughs> one's going to beat Mother Nature, right? Like, and I'll, I'll have this battle with anyone. Like, you cannot beat Mother Nature. Um, it's the same thing as, like, when I look at uh, – this is just a small little rant here. But, like, um, 
when you look like bodybuilders, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, cool, you did steroids and you can't even touch your back. Yeah, you're totally bigger, dude. So like, I think the same when like people grow cannabis and look, look at the yields I'm getting. It's right. like, all right, if you do organic right, you get the same yields. Second of all, um, I don't want your steroid weed, you know, right. um, or your steroid tomatoes or whatever, right? So at the same time, like you guys have created a beautiful organic soil that you're growing ice and iron in. And dude, you know what's great about organic soil? That shit thrives with the right addition of fungi and bacteria. And, dude, you guys are so good at getting the right fungi and bacteria. I don't know if it's messed up to call the people you have coming. I'm one of those people. I'd like to be a fungi or bacteria. We are fungi and bacteria. We are. Really yeah. Real, yeah. Right? yeah. So, um, yeah, huge props to you guys. I mean, what you created, I mean, creating a community is not easy. You know, um, like Highly Optimized has been a uh, a bear of a thing to start, you know, and and – Really, like, you guys have given me so much inspiration to do what I'm doing, you know, to speak my truth, right? Like, having Dr. Shiva th- show up at your at your event, I mean, that's Big. huge, dude. Big. Like, you know how much all gas, no brakes I felt after that? I was like, I'm going home and doubling down on what I want. Like, I'm going home and doubling down on my truth. I'm going home and doubling down on putting my authentic message out there. Yeah. Because... You know, it might like I always think about it like this, right? People are like, oh, man, the world right now, it's dark. And I'm like, yeah, but who wins in Star Wars, right? Just when it looks like Darth Vader is going to rule everything. They got the Death Star. They got all this stuff. A couple of Jedis with love on their side come in and they run the battle and they win it, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what we get to be. We, everyone listening to this episode right now, everyone choosing to spend your time listening to highly conscious stuff, everyone choosing to to put themselves first each morning we get to be the tip of the spear we get to be the jedi and return of the jedi that come back and we make sure that love is restored right in the order of the universe you know and uh, i think that shit is dope man and so i'm curious you know on the subject of ice and iron has there been one moment where maybe someone talked to you maybe someone shared something that really moved you inside like like can you recall one time where you just felt like you the, the heart space was turned on maybe it welled up a little bit like tell mm-hmm. us about that memory man because mm-hmm. i love exploring these heart space memories yeah well mm. first of all thank you for everything <laughs> yeah of course you just bro. said dude it's really <laughs> that's quite the compliment yeah bro game recognized game <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be able to receive that yeah bro yeah so one moment that really stands out for me, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to, I actually quoted this on the podcast I did with Ed and Rob. Mm-hmm. It was a person who felt very safe mm-hmm. and they were going through something, probably still are going through something like everyone else on mm-hmm. this planet today. Yep. And they felt safe enough and secure enough to open up. And we're shedding tears and like really being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And that to me was like, wow, just watching, you know, the whole room and seeing this person breaking down mm-hmm. and feeling okay to do that. That's so like, mm. so humbling. And yeah. It's such a nice, nice thing to witness. Yeah. Something we created. We created this space, this container mm-hmm. where. This person felt safe enough to be that vulnerable. Yeah. Which is super rare today to be that vulnerable. I myself could, you know, I intend to be more vulnerable too. Mm-hmm. Because that's how people are going to resonate with you. Mm-hmm. If every picture you put up of yourself is like, oh, look at look at me in uh, California. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can think back to a time when I was in California 
and I actually was going through something, mm-hmm. and I didn't go share that with the world. But you know, it would have felt good if I did, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we all have that opportunity. Yeah, now, I'm not saying go pour your heart out to, you know, a random person that you cross paths with on the street. Yeah. But, but really, yeah, like being that vulnerable, that's a that's a really awesome thing. Mm. And to have this person do that to me was like the epitome of what we're doing mm. because they are growing and mm. and we've kind of spurred that on a little yeah. bit. You watered their soil for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, a little TLC, right? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. A little charged water from Eddie's water charging station, you know, never hurt anyone. If anything, it made you more vital, you know? And, uh, you know, what I think is so cool about that is uh, that's my favorite memory of, like, starting Highly Optimized so far. I've been moving a lot into plant medicine stuff and medicine man-esque stuff and mm. teaching people how to use cannabis as a spiritual aid and ally. Mm. So I've been doing these cannabis ceremonies. I did one in Austin for 35 people. We all held hands the whole time. It was like so incredibly deep of a connection that I felt to every single person in that room. Mm. And dude, we all shed so many tears during these songs, man. It was like so freeing because it felt like, you know, uh, uh, what's that Trevor Hall song? Like put down what you've been carrying, mm-hmm. you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, like, and I always throw a couple of Trevor Hall songs into my lineup yep. and like, especially at the men's groups, right? Like, uh, the men's retreats, like seeing like men that like I, you know, have been looking up to for so long, like get that kind of release period. And then especially off something that I created that we created together, but I had the idea for and did. And like, you know, of course the whole time, like for anyone listening, like my brain's like, Oh, this isn't going to work. This is stupid. My heart said yes. And I just followed my heart. Right. And so like then to see that happening and it's like, Oh shit, this is powerful. Right. Like that's what the world needs now more than anything. And I love what you said about like, you know, not going up to someone on the street and just like, you know, like just dumping on them. Right. And that's the difference between like, you know, if you have a baby, right. The difference between if the baby's crying, the difference between taking care of it yourself, making sure it's and or just going here and just giving it to someone. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, like neither is like bad quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It's just that, uh, one will be received better for sure. You know? Yeah. And I think it's funny that like, especially as men, like, and this is a hundred percent my story. But like as men or as a man, I'll say it that way. Like I was so out of touch with my emotions that I was so fortunate to find training camp for the soul. Uh, and you know, it's funny how like I paid to get my ability to access my emotions back and it was the best money I've ever spent. Right. Mm-hmm. Like as a guy, dude, like we have so many walls up that we're not even aware of so many stories about being a protector and a provider and all these things. Right. And like mm-hmm. even like us that do a lot of work and sit with ourselves a lot. It's like crazy how hard it is to get me to cry sometimes, you know, and like and and I'll feel it bubbling and then I'm like, oh, and like I I immediately try to close it off. I'm like, what part of me is trying to close that off, you know? Mm-hmm. And so diving into that's been really fun. So the ability to create that container where people feel safe enough to do that, man. I mean, I, like t- share with me something more powerful because I haven't found it yet. You know, yeah. I mean, that's why community is king. You know, yeah, community builds immunity. Yes, like dude. Said, yes. Right? Hell yeah, Shiva. dude. You know, Hell and, yeah. And another thing to touch on ice and iron. Um, and I'd love to get into anything else. I, I see you got a good amount. Oh, yeah, bro. Down dude, we didn't even touch it. Well, we touched a couple things, but I mean, like, dude, we we're can do a whole other episode. We're, we're riding the wave. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're riding the fucking wave, bro. You know, seeing, seeing the diversity <laughs> yeah. at these events. Mm. You know, we've had high school football 
athletes, kids in college. You know, my brother's a firefighter. We've had working class people. We've had people that are just uh, a bit more, you know, not so into exercise, yeah, but, straight but definitely, you know, spiritual, yep. I'll say. Yep. Right. And see that melting pot mm. of all these different kinds of people. And then we realize that we're actually all the same. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and again, like, uh, you might have just actually proved me wrong. Like, show me something that's more powerful than that. <laughs> the moment where you realize that you really are the same as everyone else, that skin color, uh, gender, mm -hmm. like religion, none of that shit matters. That is all just stories that, that, that the powers that be have put on us to divide and conquer us. Mm -hmm. When we take back our power and realize that we are all global citizens fighting for the greater good, yeah. that's when life changes. There's a beautiful, uh, story, um, about, uh, I think it was Sadhguru sharing it on Aubrey Marcus's podcast recently about how in mm -hmm. India for a long time, what would happen would be that children were not taught anything until they were 12. And when they were 12, they were given the option to learn. Mm -hmm. But if they were to take that option, they would have to expand their awareness to that of a global citizen. So they were no longer an Indian. They were a global citizen, right? And that way, if someone in America needed help or someone, you know, someone tried to say, oh, these people are doing that. Now we're all the same person. So what's the challenge they're having? Let's go talk it out, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, that is such an incredible idea. That like right now, right? Like there's so much, you know, hate going on in the world, right? So much hate being spread and it's, it's dying out. Like they're, they're going to lose this, right? Uh, oh, yeah. there's no doubt, right? Cause love always wins. Love always because, wins. you know, the absence of love, aka fear, all these lower vibration emotions. Like I don't know about you guys, but like when I'm in that state, I don't have any power, right? Like I'm like dead, right? When I'm in a love centered state, mm -hmm. dude, I could sleep an hour and feel great, you know? Oh, yeah. So like at the end of the day, who's going to win the people with more power and power comes from love. Force comes from fear and all those things power versus force power is influence power is being yourself power is showing up for yourself showing up for the people around you and emanating love from every pore of your being force is saying you need me to do this force is the guru effect hey force is the pharmaceutical companies oh you have a problem don't worry we have a pill to fix that you don't need to put an ounce of effort in that's mm -hmm. force because they're making you dependent power makes you independent right okay. and and that's why any good teacher that's like literally jesus said it Anything I can do, you can do better, right? Like, it's literally everywhere, right? But they just happen to leave those lines out, you know? Buddhists are the same thing. Like, all these great people were only accessing a state of consciousness that allowed them to feel whole with the universe, right? Mm. And so, like, that's, like, the mission that I am obsessed with now. It's like, what can I do each day that allows me to realize how similar I am to everyone? That I can have compassion and empathy for the people that I don't agree with, that don't agree with me, like, and see them as just a brother or sister that's working through their own story, right? And it does not mean that I'm necessarily right. It means, like, we're both living our own stories. How can we come together and go, you know what? We may not agree on this, but we can still give ourselves a huge hug, you know? Yeah. And give each other a huge hug, you know? Absolutely. And, and I think, like... As we move closer to that, that's when like humanity, it's just going to happen, you know, like, yeah. and that's what you're feeling right now. Like, I mean, you're seeing this huge shift in consciousness happen mm -hmm. and they're trying to stuff it down. But the old ways of dying, man, like, you know, yeah. all the old politicians, man, like, it's just, it's, it's really exciting. It's a super exciting time to be alive. And I'm mm -hmm. just so grateful to have fucking badass, inspiring, uh, just incredible individuals like you, like Eddie, like our whole tribe. 
to to gain inspiration from and to always remember that we are not the minority, right? right. Like we are we we are the majority, right? And the majority mm-hmm. is now waking up and saying, you know what? It's time to put an end to all of this hate mm-hmm. and put a start to love because love is all you need. Uh, one of my, one of, one of the people I learned a lot from used to say, love is the answer. Mm-hmm. Now, what was the question? You know, and it's like, boom, dude, that hit deep for me when I first heard that, you know? Yeah. Some, some awesome stuff. That's <laughs> As awesome. you guys would say, cheat up from the feet up, you know? You know it. Yeah. You know and it. And for everyone listening, these guys make some dope t-shirts. Uh, if you want to be cheat up from the feet up, you got to hit them up at Ice and Iron. And, uh, dude, this was such a freaking blast, man. Um, I have one question mm. if you're up for it. Oh, yeah. All right. So if someone listening could only make one change to highly optimize their life, what would Jordan Chartier suggest that change be? Be kind to yourself. Be kind to your family, friends. Be kind to the planet. Because with that kindness, you know, you're not going to be judging half as much, right? You're not going to be um, like looking at this person like there's someone who's different from mm-hmm. you, you know, with just that simple act of kindness, right? Just being kind. The world could use a lot more kindness. And you know what? I never listened to that guy. I mean, I love that message, but he's not someone I followed. But my mother said that. Be kind. You know what? That is a great message for the world. If you're hearing this, be kind. Mm-hmm. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to the people around you. And be kind to the planet. Because that I, we all, mm. you have to care for yourself first. Yes. Then you can potentially help others and you can help them care for themselves. Mm-hmm. And then we can all care for the planet together. Yeah. And I feel ultimately that that should be, I hate using the word should, but I feel that something humanity will benefit from when we finally realize that we are only as healthy <clears throat> as this planet. Mm-hmm. So when we can get back to our roots and care for the planet, you know, you're not going to be rioting and looting and doing all the silliness that we have been witnessing for a long time because mm-hmm. i've never taken a walk in the woods and got back to you know civilization and wanted to harm anybody yeah and i think a lot of people are so out of touch with that at least for me that's my experience yeah absolutely i know i was out of touch for uh with it for a long time you know, and coming back into that has been such a beautiful gift that I've been able to give myself, you know, and now I get to give it to other people, you know, and I love what you said, be kind, like literally become kind, Mm -hmm. be kind in every single thing you do in every single movement of your body, be kind in every single word that you create with your mouth, be kind with every single hug that you give, be kind. Like that is such a great motto for life, man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm curious, um, where can people go to connect with you, to learn from you, to mm-hmm. get guidance from you, and uh, just be in your presence, man? So at the moment, I am, uh, I would say I'm not the most active on social media, for better or worse, yeah. but I have an Instagram. Cool. It's called The Chi Golf Coach. Hell so you yeah. type in the chi, right, is the <laughs> word for our subtle energy, mm-hmm. our life force. And chi, a lot of people also don't know, chi means steam Mm. right so how do we make steam we need air water earth right we need a container that's the earth heat heat, fire yeah 
don't cut me off. Yeah. <laughs> so we need a container. That's yeah. the earth. We have the water. We have the heat. All, we need all the elements to create steam, mm-hmm. right? So the Chi Golf Coach. That's where you can find me as of now. I intend to be having my own website in the very near future. But at the moment, please feel free to reach out to me there. You know, give me a any question, anything I can help you with, anything that maybe I, I spark your interest on today. I would love to. I'm an open book. Mm. And I intend to help people help themselves. So, mm. you know, don't be shy. You have a crazy question. Hit me up. Um, now, I just want to share one more thing. Yeah. We're talking about bees. Yeah. When you say be kind. Mm-hmm. And I was writing this down, listening to Alan Watts mm-hmm. recently. We're talking about bees and flowers. Mm. Okay. They arrive mutually, which means you'll never find flowers around if there's not a bee or a, bee, you know, colony of bees. And if it's not a bee, it's a, a similar pollinating insect. Mm hmm. But they are, they they have to be around one another to exist. Mm-hmm. And I see that relationship being how we are with the planet. Mm-hmm. Because guess what, guys? You can't eat money. Okay? <laughs> yeah, it tastes like shit, dude. And it's dirty as hell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the germ theory is outdated. Yeah. Okay? But, yeah, you can't eat money. Yeah. Right? So it's going to come down to... Getting back to our roots and, you know, the bees and the flowers exist because they work in harmony with one another, okay? The natives didn't try to conquer the planet. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when we, one of the times that humanity has gone astray is when, you know, we committed genocide Mm -hmm. against the natives, right? Mm -hmm. My people. And... We tried to conquer the planet, mm-hmm. and we're we're th- we're praising the economy, not the ecology. Mm. That that is what's most important: the ecology, the health of the planet. We're only as healthy as the planet. I love that, man. And and remember that health is wealth, because you can have all the money in the world, but if if you can't walk around and get outside and have people that care about you. Guess what? You're not doing much. Yep. You can watch every movie on Netflix. You can have the best food delivered to your house. That's not living. Mm-hmm. Right? Living is connecting. Yeah. Moving, breathing. And the more you put yourself out there and, and talk to someone new, the more you find that we have a lot more in common than we do, you know, that actually divides us. Like, Okay, you voted for that person. You vote for that person. Well, guess what? Do you drink water? Mm-hmm. Do you breathe air? Yeah. Do you need to eat food? Right? Do you have thoughts? Do you move your body? Well, guess what? We have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. So I think people can hopefully realize that we have a lot more in common than we don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I love about that? You brought up the B. And I love that. It's one of my favorite cards to pull in the animal deck because what I see in that 
is the great ability that we all get to embody each day to cross pollinate with one another, you know? And I love that dude. Like, so for everyone listening, like, what are you going to do for yourself today that allows you to be a better pollinator so that when you meet someone else that is vibing with you, that you get to co-create magic together and cross pollinate with one another? Because just like you said, perfectly, man, like we have so much more in common then we don't have in common, right? And yet it's where attention goes, energy flows. And where is the attention if you turn on the news or anything? It's what we our differences are, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why like my best piece of advice for anyone listening is just like turn off the news. If there's an asteroid heading to Earth, you'll figure it out. There's, I promise you, there's nothing important enough on the news that you need to watch the news to know about, you mm-hmm. know? And I mean, I'm a living example. I haven't turned on the news in, God, 12 years or more. And I was never a big news person to begin with because it just never resonated with me. And I never knew why. And, you know, it doesn't matter why. It just doesn't resonate. You know, it's a feeling, you know. And, uh, yeah, I love that, man. And um, as, a, as a small side note, um, you know, I've been toying with this idea for a while, right? Because um, we, we love taking care of our bodies, right? And so uh, we all love ingesting herbs. And so uh, the unseen hero of these conversations, of these get-togethers, is the volcano, right? And everyone's like, what's the volcano, right? It's from Stores and Bickle, right? And I keep joking about how I'm going to send them a care package, man. We got to do like a shirtless calendar all oiled up or something for Stores and Bickle, man. They would get <laughs> such a kick out of it, dude. And uh, and Brother Eddie here uh, wrote a cool thing, uh, and I just had to share it, which is this podcast is brought to you by Stores and Bickle. German engineering at its finest. Producing the highest tech vapor therapy uh, therapy devices on the market go to storesandbickle.com to order they're not a sponsor yet but they will be guys all right and honestly i don't even care if they're a sponsor these guys are doing it right because again like you talk about creating like uh creating the body as a temple right and so like we all love to ingest herbs and so therefore we want to make sure that we're doing so in a manner that allows us to stay high vibe and healthy in our bodies and so I just felt called to do that because this episode really was brought to you by Stores and Bickle, man. We shared some great smokable herbs. And uh, yeah, guys, like for everyone listening, like I hope you get a lot out of this, you know, this episode. Jordan is a wealth of knowledge and such an incredible person. And truly, he he does what I mean, he is what he speaks like he is the being of what he's talking about. And I'm sure you can see now why Jordan is one of my closest friends. His ability to talk about extremely important things in a lighthearted manner is exactly what the world needs now more than ever. Jordan is an absolutely invaluable resource if you are looking to upgrade your physical health. And if you're even thinking of reaching out to him, then stop thinking about it and do it right now. And speaking of doing things right now, I would be forever grateful if you could pop over to iTunes and leave a five-star review on the highly optimized profile. My goal with this show and business is to empower people to be fully themselves. And by you leaving a review and sharing the podcast with the people you love, you are helping me tremendously in achieving that goal. Jordan, thank you again so much for stopping by to hang with us. And until next time, my friend, journey well, be well. Much love, brother. Namaste. Much love.
What is up, everybody? I hope you are all enjoying the show, and I wanted to stop by real quick and share a little bit about our latest podcast sponsor, Freedom Builders. Now, Freedom Builders are a team of graphic designers, website creators, videographers, social media marketing experts, and coaches that build out your custom online business from A to Z. This is a done-for-you service, which means they do the work for you while you get to put your focus back on what you love most, which is coaching your clients and bringing in sales. Now, as a former online fitness coach, Mike knows where your struggle points are and exactly how to help you overcome them. This is why he created Freedom Builders, so that you can scale your business while protecting your time and your energy. Now, you guys know that delegation is a business superpower, and you can activate this superpower today by scheduling a complimentary call with Mike at freedombuildersweathazontheend.com so you can start building the freedom that allows you to take your business to the next level. Alex and I recently connected with Freedom Builders for our Connect with Cannabis build-out, and we could not have been happier with the results. With Mike and his team, they were able to go through an outline and create a personalized program for our experience, develop our brand identity, build and design a custom-branded webpage, professionally edit our program video content, custom design all of our slide presentations, automate our email marketing sequences, create a seamless payment system for our offer, design unique infographics for our social media content, and guide us through our proven launch blueprint to generate organic leads through our social media. So if you're a coach, facilitator, or healer listening to this ad right now, and you are looking to put freedom back into your life, once again, go to freedombuilders.com and book your complimentary call today. I hope you all enjoy the rest of the show and I'm wishing you the best day ever.